uh, I was a solopreneur. I was the only person in my weekly meeting, but I had weekly meeting with myself. Wow. And I was telling myself first the marketing numbers, then the ops numbers, and then the sales numbers. And I would answer to myself, literally. And and people seeing this were like, I, I, what are you doing? Are you playing that you are a corporation? I said, no, no. I am literally, I am living a system and this is a system right now. Okay, I have three roles. I am head of marketing, I'm head of sales and I'm head of operations, but this will not stay that way. Maybe it's this year, maybe it's next year. I will get out of one of those three hats. I promise you. And maybe it's in three years, but in the moment that I, I am ready, I have enough cash flow to hire somebody and say, hey, you are now the head of marketing. They come in. What do they do in the first week? Read your book? No. In the first week, you need the processes ready. Otherwise, what do they do in the first week? And that's why I had to create my processes. Fearless and Successful Podcast is hosted by Coach D. That is me. <laughs> Designed for change makers just like you. As a coach, activator of human potential, and freedom architect, I have one mission with this podcast to inspire you to dream big, plan for success, and impact the world. I love all things mindset, money, and manifestation. So I will be sharing my favorite tips and tricks to help you activate your infinite potential by taking aligned and inspired action. You can also expect fearless stories from leaders around the world who designed life and business on their own terms. If we can do it, so can you. If you're ready, my fearless friend, let's get this party started. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, fearless people, whenever you're tuning in. We are calling uh, from Stockholm to Vienna, and I have an Italian global citizen, Simon, Simon Severino, coming on the podcast, and we're going to have so much fun. Welcome, Simon. Hello, everybody. Excited to be here. So, so good. So Simon is the CEO and founder of Strategy Sprints, a company whose mission is to get business owners to have long, uninterrupted vacations again, because the business runs smoothly without them. That's the music to my ears. Let's go. Uh, this is so amazing. And you have an incredible framework that you're going to... Um, kind of present uh, to my listeners. And also we're going to be talking about something that it's called ROL, Return on Luck. I need to say I'm very intrigued, very curious. So let's start with your story. How did you, how did you start it? So 21 years ago, I was just a passionate person. And my passion was always to help people run businesses in a way that is fun and impactful. And so the fun part was nowhere around uh, and, uh, and impactful. Yeah, they were pretty successful, but really they always had the feeling if they go on holidays for three days, everything breaks. And so I was passionate about creating a blueprint that helps them have a business that runs independent from them. So it runs all the time and you can enjoy it. Uh, so that you have fun again, because you you did start it in the first place to have more freedom to do what you really like to do. But at some point it inverses. So 
you are not running the business anymore. The business runs you. And uh, in my case, it's dinner is ready. Come to dinner. I say, yeah, 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 I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. But I'm not nearly ready to to close the day. And then I know, oh, oh, all right, the business is running me again. There is something that I need to do now. I need to change gears. And um, and that's the thing that I built. The strategy sprints method is really how you have a, a blueprint for how to run a system, but the system runs independently of the weather, independently of the people. It always runs and you enjoy it. You are the curator, the gardener of it. You give it a little bit of water and uh, you enjoy it growing because most people have this mindset right now. I have to hustle. I have to put in more hours and then one more night and then I 10x. It's not true. <laughs> nothing 10xs. If you, you if you increase the tension, nothing 10xs. You you just get tense. That's it. And the tense people. Do you want to be around tense people or relaxed people? <laughs> That's rhetorical, but yeah. <laughs> so the yeah, it's such. This, I am excited about keeping things simple. I ask myself: Do people want to be around me when I'm happy and relaxed? Or do wanna people be around me when I'm like, <gasps> and so I, I got you done. <laughs> yes. So I intentionally uh, trivialize those questions because I find back to the truth, and the truth is simple, and you don't need any fancy advisor for that. The truth is simple and it's eternal, and it's there. We are humans. What do humans need? Truth, impact meaning, connection, relatedness, creativity, bouncing stuff off each other, building something and get feedback. That's what people need. So when you build a product, build it around that. When you run your company, build it around that. Yeah, wow, that is so powerful. And I I, I was laughing like, <laughs> really like, because I feel that we just became such a hustle society because we need to have this all crazy titles and achievements and we forget what is why we even started this thing called business not to be in the jail but actually to create more freedom and fun I love this I love 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 this I was a hustler I know how it is um, and now I actually have a framework that that is called hustle to flow <laughs> which is so so amazing um, and yeah I so, I can so resonate with that um, dinner is ready are you coming after two hours i'm still not there <laughs> so yeah funny funny story but yeah it it cost me a burnout uh, not just burnout but also my marriage um and um <clears throat> it's not fun um so tell me when you are clients when you work with people with with you know what are the things that they feel? Because you need to be ready. You need to be in a mindset where you understand and you're aware that you need help. How do they approach you and say, hey, dude, I need help. How do you help them? So they usually call me and say, I need more sales. And yeah. um, because that's that's our thing. We double your revenue 90 days. That's our program. We have one just one thing that we do, 90 days, doubles your revenue. There is a whole book about it and then case studies and how you can do it at home. And um, that's the thing, 90 days, we double your revenue. So when they call me, it's usually around, hey, I want to sell more of this. That country, I'm not selling enough. Uh, my sales team is not performing enough. Um, these kind of sales-related questions when they come to us. 
And, um, and when we dig deeper, we see that sometimes the lever is positioning, sometimes the lever is operations, aligning operations and sales more, sometimes it's aligning marketing and sales more. And, and commonly, it's really about simplifying that whole thing that became complicated mm -hmm. and keeping it simple. Um, we break down stuff into marketing, sales and operations. We say, all right, what's, what's really the direct path in each? And then we help them write it down. And then sometimes say, but I don't, I don't have a system. I say, I'm sure you have a system. You just didn't write it down. So we interview them. We ask them, okay, what do you do in, in the, the first week uh, when a client enters uh, your delivery process? So you have sold something. All right, what happens in week zero? What happens in week one? What happens in week two? And then they are surprised because they have a, an, a perfect checklist in their head. They just never wrote it down. And so they say, oh, wow, I had really a checklist in my head and now I see it in front of me. And so when you see it in front of you, now you can teach your people. Now you can get people on board and say, hey, look, this is the process. This is how I do it. It works well. Um, do you want to learn it? Uh, and now you have delegated. Now you're started moving from having a job to having a business. Now you have a way of doing and you are enabling others to do it. That's the first step. Second step will be a couple months later, they will be successful in what they do. They don't need you anymore. Now they will hire. You tell them the budget, they will hire. And they will do the same thing. And now you have a scaled business. So, and this is how you go from passionate solopreneur to building it out to a business. And at that point, it runs without you. You are the only bottleneck. So uh, around four and a half years ago, I had to fire myself from operations because I realized there is only one problem here, and that's the founder. He still sticks around, and so he has he just has 24 hours. So what happens in the 25th hours? Nothing. Nothing. And if he's in Paris, he cannot be in Singapore. So how do we do that? We have to say no. And, um, and of course, you don't build a business to say no to business, right? So I had to remove the obstacle. I was the obstacle. And usually at that point, that point is usually around 35K per month. In, in, in revenue, that's when the whole thing breaks um, and you have to fire yourself from operations and start delegating seriously. When, when they reach 35K, uh, most founders have to do that. Uh, even if you don't want to have a global business, etc., but you just want to relax again because now you are under super tension, those 35K you need to deliver them. And if you are the delivery system, the marketing system, and the sales system, this is not healthy. Mm -hmm. I want to go, I want to go deeper there. When you realize that you need to fire yourself, how did that make you feel? I was afraid because, oh my God, but I am the magic sauce here, right? Uh it they call me. Uh and then I was like, but wait a moment. They call me because they, they need the impact, not the person. If, if I had a clone of myself and they would fly there, it would also work, right? So, and, and if you think of everything that works like Ayurveda, do you really need a specific person to teach you Ayurveda? Every Ayurveda expert can teach you Ayurveda and then you cook it. Mm -hmm. Do you need 
the the founder of the CrossFit method? Oh my God, no. There are hundreds of people who can teach you CrossFit and then you do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So behind the method, behind the founder, said that the founder, okay, they are a channel for a process that works, but you can share that process and then everybody can do it. Mm-hmm. Like Ayurveda, like CrossFit, whatever your magic is, your magic is shareable. Your magic is not tied to your physical body. Nothing is tied to your physical body except gravity. So just get it out of your head, create a video, write it down as an SOP, share it with others, teach it. And now the cool thing, you you have now even an additional revenue system because now you are teaching a method to somebody. So first, it's an online course if you want to sell it. Second, it's a certification program if you want to teach really having an intense training program where you really teach people something. Like, for example, we have a certification program. You can become a certified strategy sprints coach. That's an additional revenue system, Mm -hmm. um, which if we would ever had a very bad uh, year of sales or a a very bad quarter of sales, um, I don't need to lay off anybody because we have multiple revenue streams. So when one has a problem, the others are still keeping your business resilient and you yeah. want to have resilience. I love this. And I love, you know, just be, being, um, I love to say, <laughs> do what you do best and outsource the rest. That's my saying. And I know for me what happened and I want to, your opinion on this. I scaled too fast where I had at one point four people in my business where I just could not, I think it was too fast and I could not manage everything. Um, So going from operations to visionary too fast, what is your take on that? You know, most of our clients in Silicon Valley, they, they break literally, they, they break the business when, when they scale too fast. And so for example, we have many software teams that we're working with. They get a series A uh, capital round and, and now everything breaks apart because they didn't write it down. So they didn't really systemize. And then the scaling can easily be overwhelming because as you said, I couldn't manage it. If you think that you can manage that that's a problem built in because you cannot, you cannot manage that. Only a system with adaptable loops, self-correcting loops can manage scaling. And that, if you look at the team at Facebook, they went broke multiple times in those scaling um, uh, stages, uh, even if they're very, very smart, but they didn't have the systems in place in the early years. Um, So that's why it's important to think in systems from the very beginning. Uh, I was a solopreneur. I was the only person in my weekly meeting, but I had weekly meeting with myself. And I was telling myself first the marketing numbers, then the ops numbers, and then the sales numbers. And I would answer to myself, literally. And and people seeing this were like, what are you doing? Are you playing that you are a corporation? I said, no, no. I am literally, I am living a system and this is a system right now. Okay. I have three roles. I am head of marketing. I'm head of sales and I'm head of operations, but this will not stay that way. Maybe it's this year. Maybe it's next year. I will get out of one of those three hats. I promise you. And maybe it's in three years, 
But in the moment that I, I am ready, I have enough cash flow to hire somebody and say, hey, you are now the head of marketing. They come in. What do they do in the first week? Read your book? No. In the first week, you need the processes ready. Otherwise, what do they do in the first week? And that's why I had to create my processes. And, um, and, and people say, yeah, but you're a checklist guy. You love processes. No, I don't. I'm a creative guy. I want to get out of that process and do the next cool thing because I'm bored by things. I'm an entrepreneur. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm an entrepreneur. I, 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 I always build new things. I'm excited by new things. I want to explore new things. I want to improve things that are not there yet. That's why whatever I do, I write it down. I record it. At least I do a screen recording. And then, and then I put it into our SOP manual. Because as soon as it works, I'm out of it. I will enable my team or I will hire somebody and say, look, this is the YouTube process. It works really well. Do you want to be the YouTube person here? Mm-hmm. And it's ready. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then you have people who love executing on things that already work. Because you have basically two kinds of people in business. People who like to create new stuff that is not there. Mm-hmm. Think of Elon Musk, etc. And most entrepreneurs are... I want to create something that is not here. And because it's not here, I'm going to create it. Hmm. And then the second cat, and those people hate to be a manager, to do something that was already working. They go, come on, hire somebody to do that. That's not my thing. And then the second set of people is, uh, I hate this thing of creating something out of nothing. That's spooky to me. That's not me. I am. I manage something that's already working and I, I am the best curator of this, thi- of this thing. I keep it alive. Mm-hmm. Wow. Such a great dis- distinction. Um, this is so powerful. I- yeah. I can definitely resonate with the creator. Um, especially when, when you're, if, when identity of an entrepreneur is to create, you're always inventing and always creating something. And this was so powerful that you, what you said, you can't manage it. The system can, it was uh, a light bulb there. So, so thank you. This was so cool in your strategy sprint. So tell me what is the, exactly what people can expect when they get the book? Is that the processes, the systems that they can um, plug in and play with them? How does that work? Yes. So it's 13 chapters. And it's literally all the blueprints that we use when we run our business. Uh, the things that I was I was doing with myself, the marketing department reports, etc. This is what the marketing department reports every week. And those exact checklists and blueprints is what I shared there. Plus the real stories of our clients, uh, like Ali, who is a YouTuber, and um, he starts his first online course and he has to find out how he prices that. And then in the next cohort, he has doubled the amount of students and wh- what am I gonna do, etc. So the, the practical, the real stories of real entrepreneurs applying those things and, um, and the struggles and how they overcome that because that, the reality is it's not easy. Yeah. <laughs> and so you need the blueprints. And you need also some examples and you don't need to reinvent the wheel. We run businesses since how many thousand years? You don't really have to reinvent the wheel. There is, there is stuff that is evergreen, is simple, it works. Use it like Ayurveda. You don't have to reinvent Ayurveda. Uh, just cook with the principles and you will be healthy. You will be happy. Your whole family will be happy. 
um, because it's more more of a balanced uh, thing that you have there. You don't have to reinvent Ayurveda. It will take you a couple thousand years. So take things that are working already and build upon them and um, and jump off from them. It saves you so much time. Yeah, this is so good because I think most of my listeners are those creative entrepreneurs who just don't take the time to to document everything and they missed on the the gaps in their business so this is beautiful this is such a beautiful call to action to to just do the work that is necessary like these building blocks the foundations and then you can move forward um that was good also what came into my mind um as a mom like if if a babysitter comes to to our house and yeah. I would give her instructions, right? What to do with our kids is literally like I have a process. I have a checklist. Yes. And this is the same in business. You have to have all this checklist, the manual um, yes. for your business. And sometimes we forget that this is just, it's the same thing. Um, yes. So yeah, so good. So guys. Um, so you see, it's evergreen. It, yeah. it, it, it works. And uh, today in the morning, my wife and I have onboarded a new nanny and we told them exactly look this is the time this is what happens this is the time this is what happens 6 p.m we have we have kids dinner this is the order of things um and that's the time you bring them to bed da, 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 da. um it we all have checklists for everything we do and um it's not mechanic or strange to do that it's it's what a family needs and why because it's an it's 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 a bunch of people (laughs) and you need to coordinate needs and it takes it needs a it needs love first love and and rhythm and cadence and Mm -hmm. um and uh, some expectable structure it needs a form uh, for all that energy yeah (laughs) and so and that form is different if you have uh, more boys or more girls and it, it changes with their age it will adapt but in your head as a mom, in my head as a dad, we have that structure. And we say, oh, no, 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 Tuesday, no, no, Tuesday, uh, my wife has her time. Mm-hmm. And then everybody knows it. And that's a helpful structure. And on Sunday, we will have maybe somebody who comes in and ha- has a massage with us. But not at that time, because that time we usually uh, have the swimming thing. So that's a whole set of SOPs in your head. It doesn't need to be rigid, but it's helpful. If you don't have that, then she comes in, you cannot onboard them. Sunday, you start thinking about the Sunday, and then usually Sunday is over. You will have no adventure as a family if you start planning it on Sunday. Right. (laughs) At least that's my experience. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Well, we had in our family, we had so many struggles with the food. Uh, I have three kids and they eat literally in between them five meals. (laughs) So we needed to get very creative. Um, So it's not like ad hoc. Tuesday, 5 p.m., what are we going to eat? And we pull each other's hair because we literally can come up with what will fit to all of us. So we actually sit on Sunday and we create a plan where we we actually plan our meals throughout the week. And that creates so much ease. It's so much fun to sit and one, to get our kids involved into the process so they can also get more responsible about their life chores and all this great stuff so they have more structure and discipline in their life 
Uh, even That's the a system six, right there. That's the a system right there. Sunday morning, <laughs> we plan the week. Yeah. <laughs> and then when the meal come and I, I'm going to make tacos today. And if the little one says, I don't want tacos, it's on the list. <laughs> you made a choice. So it's on the list. So we don't get this into an argument or even like, um, we don't even argue about food or, or something like that so I think that's super important to have that so it's not just in my head but also in head in heads of other people that are involved especially in the business because as visionaries we can have I I can I can I remember one time when we had a launch and one of my team members said like D but we we can't like you said one thing and now you're jumping to another thing like what is going on like please give us instructions <laughs> And I was like a, a balloon and she just said, I need to pull your balloon down, like just get grounded and let's just make a plan and write down everything. And um, I think just having everything planned and structured gives everyone a peace of mind. And that's when you can do your best thing and perform. Um, so yeah. And you need both. You need yeah the D's who come up with the next idea and the next and the next and the next, because if you don't have that, you are not exploring enough territory. You are not testing enough experiments uh, of, of what, what you can achieve and your goals are not big enough. Mm -hmm. And if you have only visionaries, then you have an overwhelmed team because it's moving, it has moving targets and it will be not efficient. It will burn out at some time. So that's why it's important to have both parts. Yeah. So for example, on Friday, we have our team meeting and because they all know me, they say, all right, someone, you started nine new things. Which one are the top two that we should put on the sprint on this next seven days? Mm -hmm. And, and, and I know also my pattern and I say, um, okay, so we have all these things running now, please tell me, uh, which one, if we cut that list in half, which one are the most important? And then they tell me what is most important and I just accept it and say, okay, cool. The rest goes into backlog, will be next sprints or will never happen. Mm. Wow, yeah, that's super powerful. Love this. Let's go to the struggle. So you said you have in your strategy sprints, you have um, case studies. Tell me what is the most common struggle? We also talked before about the burnout and all this stuff. So, and people tend to focus on sales and scaling too fast, but what is the, the, the common, common struggle that people have in, in the book? Absolutely. So you will, you will see Anthony, for example, in the book, uh, who wrote also the foreword and he, he did a sprint and he was super successful with his staff, but everything was dependent on him. So his struggle was, hey, if I continue like that, um, first, I cannot scale this thing. And second, I can never go to holidays. So it's all on me here. Mm. That is not resilient. That will not run very long, very fast. So how can I get out of this? That was his, his main thing. How can I make my business less dependent on me? Mm. Uh, Chanel started with the same thing. It was just she and her husband running an agency, doing really cool stuff. But it was just two people. And um, soon they, they were on max capacity. So her question was, how can I make this more passive, more automated, mm -hmm. uh, that it has self 
resilient loops in there. Um, Jaime, with his agency, he's printed and he said, Simon, this is working really well. Uh, I just need doubling uh, the clients. Now I'm ready. I'm ready. This works. I found something that works. Can we just double sales? And we just did double sales. Similar Sunny. Sunny's in California and he's the expert of, he, he coaches all the blockchain teams right now that are doing cool stuff in crypto. And he said, yeah, but we have so many diverse topics that they need. I am spread too thin. Help me identify of all the things, what's my number one thing and just be disciplined for, for one quarter, for 90 days. Let me just improve this one thing that is my main offer because then I can crush it. Then I can be the best in that complete field. But right now I'm doing like seven different things. I will never crush it that way. I can only keep up with delivering, but I will never be the best uh, in my field in, in the perspective of everybody. So help me find that one thing and just improve that one thing that was Sunny's question. So these are typical questions that we, we, we tackle right now. Yeah, so relevant. Yeah, and I can, I can relate with some of these. So, so good. Um, so obviously, like we are going to link the, the, the book in the show notes. Is there anything else that, you know, people who might have questions, um, they can connect with you or they can, you know, what is the next step for people to, to take? Well, the, the quickest way is go to Amazon, buy Strategy Sprints, the book. You have 80% of the magic right there. Implement it, enjoy it, and uh, you have a life again right now. Mm, yes. If, if then you want to talk to one of our business scalers and say, hey, can you do this for me or with me? Then uh, go to strategysprints.com. This is where you find us, strategysprints.com. We are happy to help. That's what we do. That makes us happy helping people. And um, this is where we hang out, strategysprints.com. Yeah, amazing. What, a, what an incredible mission. Like, seriously, um, if we just unpack everything, it's giving people life back. <laughs> That's profound. That's some cool stuff. <laughs> um, so good. Tell me one of the questions that I ask all of my guests, and I feel that you being an entrepreneur and being that creative person, you will have a story to tell. What was one thing that was scary in your business, um, but you did it, you, you took a leap, and now when you look back, you, say, you, you easily say this was the best thing ever? starting it in the first place because i had a great job as an as an international strategy advisor was getting paid pretty well and that was really scary mm -hmm. how fast will i get back to to what i'm doing right now if i do my own thing mm -hmm. and, and will i survive the first year uh, economically right so that was really scary and since then many small scaring things like starting a youtube channel was scary for me putting yourself out there and i'm doing daily lives on youtube every single one is scary what will they ask me i don't know what they ask me so i, I as, as, i'm there let's let's double your business and then they ask me stuff hi simon i am lisa from australia this is my question i am scared what the hell is she going to do i have an answer i don't know how will I deal with that? But you know what? I am scared. 
but I decide to not let that fear yeah. uh, stop me from showing up, from being of service. Mm -hmm. If I don't know the answer, I say, Lisa, I don't know. Uh, and um, if anybody here in the community is an expert in that, please put it in the chat. Or if I, I run masterminds and say, hey, I know somebody in the mastermind who can answer that and I'm happy to bring them on tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So I, I have this fear, but I don't let it stop me. I am here to serve my people and my people are entrepreneurs and I'm here to serve every day. There are no excuses. I don't feel well. I'm showing up. I'm, I'm afraid. I'm showing up. It's like for my kids. Hey, I have three kids. Uh, no excuses. I'm here. However I feel, whatever the weather is, I will be here. And sometimes I will be just be here offering my presence because I have nothing else to offer, but I will hold the space for them. And um, sometimes even that is very, very helpful. Yeah. Wow. This is so good because I think most of the time people just feel like I need to be ready to, to, to do this. Like that's so, such a lie. You will never be ready. Like even you, I've like, never been ready in my life for anything. <laughs> right. And how many YouTube lives did you do at this point? Tell us the number. 600. 600. And he's still not ready. For goodness, you guys, just get out of your head, go into your heart and serve the hack out of people. Like, seriously, um, I think we just overthink things that are important. And you, I said, you said it so beautifully. It's not about me. It's the people that I serve. And exactly. the second thing is, if I don't know, it's okay to not know. <laughs> like, seriously, you guys, it, there is this is the beauty the beautiful thing called life we are all learning every single day and if we would know everything like where would the growth come it's so even much cooler it has so the most embarrassing uh, live youtubes that i did had then in the comments so i was embarrassed i was like oh my god <laughs> i was low energy I, I was low inspiration but then they wrote in the comments simon today you were so much more relatable. Like mm. you're, you're you, like you, you have the same problems that I have. Human and, connection. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. I connected more to you in this session than in the last session where you, you were so smart and showing all your systems. Well, I don't have systems and I'm asking myself, how do I start the first one? And now I connect. Mm -hmm. So this is, I learned something about branding, right? That, you don't have to have the polished version of, it, of anything. Uh, being on the journey with them is sometimes the much stronger connection. Um, and uh, I, I'm a fan of some brands from the very first beginning. When I was a friend, uh, a fan of, of Tesla and Apple, they were not the, the big thing that they, were, they are today. This was nerds talking to nerds about nerdy stuff. <laughs> and everybody was like, oh, you are nerds. And say, yeah, we are, but hey, hey we like it. <laughs> and, uh, and it's the same spirit. It's just now it's, it's, it's more evolved, but it's the same spirit. It's nerds doing stuff for nerds. And, and we hang in this together. Yeah. Wow. So good. Yeah. <laughs> nerds hanging out together. Definitely. Such a cool thing. And um not having poly like I think it's also we live in society where procrastination become just this thing because we want to have everything perfect. Um, God forbid not to have everything Instagram perfect before we go out there. Just <laughs> show up for your people. 
they don't care about your polished Instagram grid. They don't care about the cover of your YouTube channel. They just care about you, your story, and how you can help them. Don't be in your head. Like seriously, you guys. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm I I run two two YouTube channels. One is called Strategy Sprints, one is called Simon Severino. Both are embarrassing, uh, but real and and relatable. And uh, I'm an Italian. I cannot even speak English. I, I the first time I, I put on these lights, I was blinded by these lights. I hate them until today. But hey, I'm I'm learning to cope with this stuff. And the other side, guess what? Has the same situation. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for transparency. I think just taking our people to the journey where they can feel that they're hero in our story. That that is so so powerful so you get to be the guide and they get to be the hero and it's a win-win situation so yeah so Thank important you. yes do you want to be coached by you know by the hero or by the guide exactly <laughs> such a powerful story i'm just so grateful for you definitely i learned a ton i'm gonna get the book and um Oh I yeah, and you... please leave an Amazon review. That that means so much to me. I, I wrote this book with with much dedication. Yes. And you guys go and we will also link both of his YouTube channels. So go and check some embarrassing stories. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, sure. Go and connect with Simon if you want to get coached live or get some uh, questions answered. Connect with him, get the book. If you're listening to this and you came to the end, we appreciate you, your time, but this is also your sign. Get your life back, get the book, and yeah. Do you have any final words? <laughs> I'm so happy that you are doing this, that you are curating this community, holding this space, and that I, that I could be part of it. Thank you so much. You will hope to speak soon to you. I'm definitely going to check your YouTube channel. Um, <laughs> going to give you some challenging questions. But until then, um, yeah, don't forget to be awesome. <laughs> Ciao. <Super> cool. <laughs> Keep rolling. Thank you so, 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 so much, you beautiful soul, for taking the time to jump in today and listen to this episode. I know you could be doing a gazillion other things, and I don't take this lightly. I really, truly, deeply appreciate your time and your support. And if you love this episode, please subscribe if you haven't yet and leave us a review at reviewthispodcast.com forward slash insider. Let me say this again, reviewthispodcast.com forward slash insider. You can leave a review on any device, which makes this super easy and sexy and really helps me to reach more people just like you. And with that being said, I'm sending you a daily dose of vitamin D. I love you so much and I'm so grateful for you. Until next time, fearless dreamer. Mwah.